Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is the original crew, Allison. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> so nice to have you back. Super exciting. Um, we were Thank just you. talking a little bit about life as a new mom, and it sounds like I heard, <laughs> I heard. A little coo. Uh, a little, think. yes, I heard. Oh, a, yeah. Uh, yep. I heard a happy little coo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's a fun noise. Yeah. A new one yes. on the show. Special <laughs> special guest, sleeping baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's super exciting to have you back. Um, yep. Yeah. At least at least this week. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what? <laughs> you know, we may, it may be a hit and miss for a little while until yeah. until we get on more of a schedule. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries at all. Um, of course, um, and we are missing RJ today, who's doing some interviews, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. Very exciting. Uh, she might have some some cool news to share with us. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then um, Maria, uh, no Swedish word of the day today. Nope. Um, I, we've... Uh, my fun fact would have had a really good one. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> maybe, right, maybe, maybe next, she can do maybe it next she week. Can, she can bring it back yeah. next week. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And no live drawing this week, no. so yeah. it's just down to bare bones. Yeah. That's all right, because yeah. we got some fun That's facts okay. for you today. Yeah. Caitlin, since you've been out for, for a long time, <laughs> how about you kick things off? Okay. <laughs> so I was debating whether to bring a baby-related fun fact, yes. but nothing, <laughs> nothing great uh, presented itself. Okay. And so, you know, maybe a future week. But instead, I happened across the story of cheddar the lobster and i thought i would <laughs> tell you a little about that have you heard of Ched have you heard about cheddar the lobster okay i, I saw some little thing on my twitter feed uh, but i didn't like look into it but okay. i did yeah. see a picture yes <laughs> yes so cheddar the lobster is uh has been in the news <laughs> recently um for being a very rare uh orange lobster so he in, in that he's orange even when he's not cooked. Not so, cooked. Okay. <laughs> right. so, yes. so lobsters are normally kind of a brownish gray color. And you can imagine that when they're underwater in the muck, they're well camouflaged that way. But right. um, every now and then, I think it was one in, oh, I, I should have looked at what, let me hang on. Let me look up what the, the odds are. It was like, like one in 30, 30 million? million. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it sounds um, right. Yeah, one in 30 million. <laughs> And there are lobster, uh, lobster will have a, a certain mutation that um, leaves them kind of this orangish red color. And as you can imagine that they often don't survive very long because <laughs> yeah. so not only is the mutation rare, but it's also rare to find one just because they're, you know, pretty easy, uh, easy pickings for their predators. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so so cheddar in particular uh, was was caught uh, just along with a bunch of other lobsters and ended up at a red lobster restaurant <laughs> in Florida. And of course it was in the, Florida. Okay. And, the, and the employees uh, found were like, hey, this is kind of weird. Maybe we should not serve this lobster. <laughs> and so they contacted um, their local aquarium, I believe. And um, he was... After after naming him Cheddar, uh, he went off to to live to be studied and live at the aquarium. Yeah. Oh. Um, so this led me to 
a look up other some other stories of orange lobsters being found and uh one of them was found at a toronto grocery store uh about a year ago um and named pinchy okay um, also sent to live in an aquarium um rather than rather than being eaten um so then i was curious why what what was the mutation that caused um that, that caused this this orange coloration and it turns out that uh this actually explains why lobsters turn red when you cook them um so as part of their diet they consume a lot of a pigment called astaxanthin and which is which is red and so they eat it and it's red and then it binds to some proteins in their skin and their shells that basically twists the astaxanthin molecule in a way that makes it change color because it has to do with how it absorbs what what wavelengths of light it absorbs and so then it can either turn it it turns either blue or yellow um depending on which protein it's bound to and the combination of that blue and yellow in the skin and the shell is what makes it appear kind of that greenish brown color Oh, okay. So then when you cook the lobster, um, as we all know, the way that lobsters are most often cooked is just by you take them live and you throw them in boiling water. It's, you know, I don't know if that's more humane because they'd probably die pretty quickly or if it's less humane. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what I've heard is that yeah. the most humane is the quick stab to the Oh, probably. Neck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what they do at restaurants. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good to know. And well, anyway, so, so as they're, when they're cooked in this boiling water, it causes the proteins to denature and fall apart and releases the astaxanthin in its free form again. And that's what you see is, and so now it's red again. And that's, you see the, the oh. red color in their shells with cooked ones. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's the odds are pretty incredible here. So yeah. one in 30 million, that you're orange, you're most likely not going to grow to full size because something's going to capture you. Yeah. But you, but if you make it out <laughs> into a store and someone happens to notice and think that's weird, there's a yeah. there's a small chance you might make it all the way to an aquarium and have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, um, do we know is cheddar named cheddar because he's orange like cheddar cheese is he named cheddar <laughs> after the you know um red lobster cheddar bay biscuit it is it is the cheddar <laughs> bay biscuits okay. yes okay right. okay yeah. well, i thought but maybe i, mean, I was... think it's fitting yeah, it's fitting it on is, two levels it is. really yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Works. maybe even three uh uh what's what was uh that 99th precinct show oh, that we, nine. brooklyn 99 has oh, a cheddar the dog. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I guess that's a that's a that's a corgi. That's a, yeah. That's that's too much of a leap. Yeah. But yeah. Cheddar. Yeah. Cheddar the lobster. Cheddar the lobster. Joins cheddar the dog. Yep. The pantheon uh, of famous cheddar animals. Yes. <laughs> famous cheddars. Um, also delicious <laughs> as cheese. Yes. My favorite kind of cheese. Um, okay. And by the way. Another Trader Joe's tip for you. <laughs> What's the name of that cheddar? Unexpected. Unexpected cheddar. Yeah. You got to get it. What? Unexpected cheddar. If you have a Trader Joe's nearby, yeah. 
Make sure you try the unexpected cheddar. It's, it's unexpectedly delicious. <laughs> okay, I was going to yeah. ask if there's there is there more to the unexpectedness. Well, it's or a, it's just and it's white. It's not an orange cheddar. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But it's if you like really aged cheddar that's pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's actually okay. really sharp. Yeah. It's so it's so sharp to the point that it's um, crumbly. It's a little bit hard to get in a nice oh. slice. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. I, I once. Um, my grandparents are farmers from from Iowa, and uh, they had a cheddar factory nearby. And um, I used to go there from time to time. They had uh, it was a cool place, you know. They had a pond there with that. Uh, I was told I don't know if this is true, but it's it was full of whey. And then it had a fountain in the middle of it that was just shooting what? way up into the air. No, anyway. that sounds apocryphal. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to. That sounds ch- like somebody was pulling your leg. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. But that's what I was told anyway. So I was always impressed. But um, I went there uh, later in life and and had a, a 25 year old cheddar, oh. and um, mm. it. I won't say, I think after a certain point, it stops getting better. <laughs> it just gets oh, weird. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was, um, it had a crystallized, part, uh, partly crystallized. Oh. So it was crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little weird. <laughs> so unexpected cheddar is not quite that aged. Okay. It hasn't got to the crystallized state, but it's pretty aged. Yeah, it's delicious. Crunchy. I mean, I think there are a lot of, a lot of different cheese tex- textures that, that seemed to be fair game, but I don't know if crunchy is one of <laughs> It was weird. It yeah. was weird. I mean, it was, yeah. I'm happy I got it just to say that I had some 25 year old cheddar, but I don't know that I would have it on a regular basis. Okay. So, but yeah, but the Trader Joe's unexpected cheddar gets two okay. thumbs up yeah. here. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Allison, what have you got for us today? Well, mine is entirely unrelated. I can't. <laughs> I can't make it relate in any any way, oh, shape, no. or form. Um, but I'm going to talk a little bit about a man named George Squire. Okay. Um, in Who the, was a squire? No, that's his oh, name, okay. George Squire. He was a, a U.S. Army major general in the Signal Corps. Okay. And in 1922, he. Um, filed a patent for transmitting music over power lines. It was called um, Wired Radio. But in 1934, Wired Radio rebranded to Muzak. So this is about the history of Muzak. (laughs) Oh Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh, I bet I know where this came from because you asked what happened. Went to elevator music. Yes. (laughs) I was like, why don't, yeah, why don't elevators okay, have music yeah. anymore? Um, so Muzak, I always thought Muzak was like a derogatory yeah. play on the word yeah. music. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's actually a brand name. It's actually a brand name. And it's uh, Squire did it by combining music and what he thought was kind of, or at the time was the most recognized consumer brand, which is Kodak. Oh, okay. So he combined oh. music and Kodak to make Muzak. Um, and even though Muzak is like most commonly associated with elevator music, that wasn't like one of their original customers at all. Um, but the kind of advantage that Muzak had over regular broadcast radio is it didn't have any ads. So when businesses wanted to have kind of ambient sound in restaurants or businesses, um, or clubs, 
they couldn't use broadcast radio because there were too many ads. Okay. So kind of Muzak was just kind of dedicated music. Um, the, they did some, and the reason kind of for, that music was ever played in elevators was actually to kind of calm people's nerves. Right. People were so unfamiliar <laughs> with elevators and rising to those heights that it was done to kind of keep people docile. <laughs> yeah, soothing music. Yeah, to the best of their ability. One of the other early names for like what we call elevator music was potted plant music. It just kind of adds to the ambiance of the background, but it's not okay. like a main feature and you're not meant to notice it. Um, but in the, by the 1950s, um, they started to do research about how Muzak could be used strategically to either kind of influence the mood of like the setting of where it was placed or to boost productivity. So they did several studies with different um, tempos of music, variations of music, volumes of music, and they found that like a 15-minute a progression in tempo followed by 15 minutes of no music supposedly boosts productivity of employees by up to 10%. Wow. During those periods. Um, but they that's true for workers, but they found that when you're trying to kind of plan for ambient music for com for consumer goods and get people to shop more, it's actually kind of low tempo, steady music that has people stay longer, mm. stay longer and uh, spend more. Um, oh. But it, apparently it, it kind of, it got a little bit of a bad rap because people thought it was like mind control and, uh. and brainwashing but by trying to kind of influence um, people's behavior by the type of music that you're playing. So it pretty much kind of completely fell out of favor by the 1990s okay. is to have kind of all of the like Muzak specifically um, ambient sound. And uh, in 2019, Muzak filed for bankruptcy. Uh. Um, oh, so they were that's pretty recent okay. yeah they were bought uh in 2013 by mood media um but they didn't revive the muzak name so kind of muzak officially mm -hmm. ended in 2009 okay yeah and what happened to george yeah. square i don't know uh. mm. well he, he invented it in 1922 so i think he didn't live much past its heyday but he probably okay. I mean, was hopefully you didn't wave. have to see it I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the a little bit of history of music. I wasn't able to find any information about kind of when it became less popular in elevators specifically. Yeah, well, that's what I was curious the one, about. Like, the when one did thing it I was playing? able to find is that supposedly, and I really couldn't find much about it, the frequency of the um, music in elevators disrupted communication for emergency signals hmm. in elevators um, and accessibility communications, but I really wasn't able to find out a lot about it. Okay. Hmm. It seems like nowadays a lot of, well, not a lot, but it's not uncommon to see like TV screens in an elevator mm -hmm. where that are, uh, especially for, for, you know, Bigger buildings, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they were bigger buildings. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where there's like a TV screen showing news and yeah. ads, <laughs> really, yeah. a lot of ads. Though, so. Yeah, and I feel like every other person has pods or headphones in. Oh yeah, and everybody's just, right. You know, no one wants to hear screaming. ambient music. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Um, so although my grocery store still plays music, but it's like regular, pop music. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And the original Muzak was a lot of kind of arrangements and covers of popular music at the time. They didn't really start uh-huh. having original compositions until the 70s. I okay. see. Okay. Um, so I've, I've heard off and on through the years of technology that um, enables you to be targeted specifically um, with, I don't know exactly how they create, they can, they can create sound in a specific location. I don't know if it's using lasers that intersect at a certain location and create, yeah. I don't know, I don't remember exactly how it's done, but supposedly um, at, at some point in the, in the dark future, <laughs> um, you might be walking down the street and get a custom uh, ex- auditory experience of ads playing uh, targeted at you specifically that no one else can hear. That, that That's could, creepy. Yeah, it could be okay. really disturbing. <laughs> okay, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how, yeah. Yeah. how soon that would happen. But. Well, Dave and I are both very invested in the technology behind like directional honking. If you could aim it only at the person it's intended to, because that we were out of the oh my God. we were out yes. of the city on Thursday, and we were both like, it's gonna be and at like a nice quiet like farm, and then getting back in the city, we're like, we know it's gonna be bad when we start yeah. hearing like the honking again. Yeah, so and that's I, what we want: directional honking. Yeah, and I've, now that I've been yeah. in the city for years, and I very rarely drive, it's yeah. it's one of the um, we we took Leah up to. To visit some friends and spend a day on a farm, it was it was fun. Leah the dog, yeah, um, she had a great time. But um, I had to drive, and uh, we got a, a car in Midtown, well, uptown, up, up, uptown. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I they they bring the car out, and uh, I barely had time to we get Leah in, get her seat belted in adjust the mirrors a little bit and I didn't even have time to get familiar with the controls before someone's behind me honking and I... yeah because it's just like basically one car at a garage and they park you on the sidewalk yeah uh-huh. um, so, so yeah. you just got to get out of there quick and then uh, oh, I haven't driven in a very long time and boom honk, <laughs> someone's honking at me in in Manhattan yeah. and I gotta drive that's, that's my introduction to my reintroduction to driving, so yeah. that, was, that was fun. But yeah. anyway, good. We, well, we did mean, fine. And even as somebody who drives so, semi regularly and and not in you know in in a super in a, in a more suburban area, it's like sometimes somebody's honking at the person behind you, but you're like, was are, was that at me? What did I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's my response is always like, what did I do? And then I'm like, no, they they were not honking at me, but I'm yeah. like. I don't think I'm like ninety percent sure they weren't honking. But what if they were? I don't know what I did. Yeah, I don't know what it is about New York City in particular, but we seem to have particularly bad uh, honking. honking. Yeah. So, oh, like when no. we went to London, it was uh, the only time I heard honking was when when I first got there. There was some honking, and it was it just seemed normal. But then I realized they were honking because uh, there was like. Uh, set up on the side of the road like honk if you support ukraine yeah and so we were we were staying near the russian embassy yeah yeah Yeah. there was no um there was no honking uh going on like from cab drivers honking at each other and all that stuff um but i recently i saw another discussion on my twitter feed about uh solving the honking problem and i thought someone had a really great idea 
and that was to make the the honking inside the car just as loud as it is outside. <laughs> That's genius. I mean, that, I really think that would that would help to, to solve the problem. Yeah. So then you would you would only mm -hmm. use it when it was absolutely yeah. necessary. Yeah. I would also like there to be a way to control the you know have or have like different different types of honks. I don't right, know because the yeah. beep. there's a difference between the like uh, hey like like watch out you're going to ha you're going to hit me honking and yeah. then yeah. there's the like hey the light's green you should go <laughs> yeah. sitting here for five seconds let's yeah. go yeah. honking like there's yeah. a difference right there yes is. yeah there is and i think some people try to do it by with a short honk right uh, but there's, versus a long there's a honk, limited but... amount of control exactly. and sometimes yeah. if you're in an unfamiliar car it's like yeah you don't know how hard you have to push the thing and I've definitely overdone it <laughs> yeah. in like, you know, been like, whoa, that came out way louder than yeah. I <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you know. Done the same. Uh, but the, I, I also heard another great solution for um, the green light problem. Um, mm -hmm. I think Tesla might actually have this, but it would be awesome if it made it into more cars. But it's a, a special tone that sounds when the light turns green. Oh. So even if you're not looking, <laughs> you Ugh. can you can hear the yeah. sound and be like, "Oh, it's green. Yeah. It's time to go." I think that and would that be would pretty be, convenient. You know, it, that could definitely be made directional. So, well, that's know. actually inside the car. Oh, oh yeah. I so like the car is watching. Communicate with the yes. The car is watching the light. Sees it turn yeah. green and notifies <laughs> sure. you. Yeah, hey, well, the light I mean, turned green. <laughs> I feel like we we probably could be fairly close to that even without a self driving mechanism because yeah. like my car can tell when I you know veer onto the lane line the the tiniest amount and like warns <laughs> me or yeah. it can it has some sensor that it will read the speed limit signs That's, yeah the car we rented had that yeah, yeah. i've never had i you know that was a i don't know it's such a it's such a, a an odd little it's just a little uh a little feature that i'm like is that really all that, that useful but it's just kind of curious yeah, yeah it's always interesting to me because my car the last car i had was old so uh -huh. every time I rent a car, it's uh -huh. fun to see like, oh, yeah. wow, they've done this and this. Well, uh -huh. the 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 reason that we so we got a new car, this new car, and uh, it was January of 2020, so it was like just pre-pandemic. Um, but part of the reason that I was pushing for getting a new one at the time was that we had gone on some trip rented a car and i was like oh my god backup camera we need to get a car <laughs> oh, with a backup yeah. camera that's so I was nice. back, backing up and i just really wanted a backup i was like i was like please can we get a new car i want a backup camera uh, yeah that's yeah. a that is a super nice feature it is um, yeah and just just having screens in general in the car is, is super nice and um being able to hook up yeah hook up the phone and Mm -hmm. CarPlay or whatever the Android yeah yeah equivalent is, um, yeah. So yeah, what else? I feel like there was some other feature that that was new in the car. Like, yeah, no, I it, remember it, the speed limit it one. Escapes me at the moment, but yeah, the speed limit one. Oh, that that's one thing I really appreciated. So. I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit lazy. Once I get on the highway, I like to put my arm at the top of the wheel and drive with one arm. I don't know. Uh -huh. But 
it always blocks my sight to the the my current speed because the um, typically 60 is right at the top of the yeah. gauge yeah. and that's where my arm is so <laughs> it's super annoying but this car had um, a digital readout of the speed another oh. one over to the right oh. so I could see that one yeah. along with the little uh, icon of the speed limit sign so that was yeah. pretty handy yeah that is handy yeah. I used to, I used to have a Honda Accord. It was like a 2005 and the speedometer went up to 160 and so 80 <laughs> was the top was straight oh. up and I was like this is a Honda Accord but there's no way this car goes 160 miles an hour. Why is this the speedometer? Yeah, that's but, ridiculous. Yeah, that is pretty. <laughs> but ambitious. I think that is a car that um people like to um soup up, soup up modify yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah make it loud and drive through the streets of manhattan where it echoes uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah with all the big the tall skyscrapers along the sides yeah, yeah. it's they're super loud super annoying but yeah, yeah if i when i become mayor of of manhattan <laughs> Um, just not a thing. My, go <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> my platform will be um, no, like commercial vehicles only in in Manhattan on the island. Mm. You're not gonna win. I will win. No. People will love that. No. <laughs> There's no reason for a non-commercial driver to exist in on the island of Manhattan. It's just no reason. There's plenty of public transportation. You're gonna do need to spend a lot of money on improving the public transportation. Yeah, well, there's do Uber, yeah, there's cabs, there's buses, just, there's subways. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's, what, what about people who are just passing through? Like, don't pass through. <laughs> Go around. Well. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you can't exit. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Unless you're a commercial vehicle. Maybe maybe okay. there's an overpass. That'd be fair. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Just yeah. like just some sort of a like expressway yeah you know so yeah. if you because sometimes but is there much just, of a reason to go over manhattan i mean maybe it's a long well, island you, yeah you gotta go from that's how you get it's, to long island yeah, you can't get there without better. yeah so yeah. we drove from the boston area to baltimore once and <laughs> once the keyword is once we're not doing yeah. that again and and the route did take us through I guess I don't know if it went technically through Manhattan or not. I know I know we like came down through the Bronx and we went over the George Washington Bridge to yeah. get into New Jersey. You, yeah, you wow. did then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like up there is probably okay. Oh. Did, <laughs> did you hear that? Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody waking up. <laughs> are you going to be fussy or are you going to go back to sleep? Don't know. We don't know well, yet. I think he's. There was a yawn. I think I think we're going back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, there's been a, since the pandemic, especially there's been more emphasis in Manhattan of turning it into a more pedestrian friendly place. Mm -hmm. There's more um, there's more outdoor dining. There's more bike lanes coming in. There's more. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to get all the trash off the streets so you can walk. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just kind of, kind of clean the place up and make it more pedestrian friendly. Friendly. They they block off the streets from from time to time, yeah, so you can streets. walk out in the street. And when that happens, it's just it just changes the whole city and it makes it such a nice place to 
to be in without all that without all that crazy traffic and yeah. especially the non-commercial traffic because that's those are the ones that create all the problems because they don't know how to drive mm -hmm. they're yeah. not doing it every day so yeah yeah get them out that's my plan okay <laughs> <Kay>. anyway <laughs> all right maybe that's a good place to wrap up yeah. today uh, <laughs> we don't have rj uh, our social media expert but uh yeah, you can like, no, like and subscribe. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes, follow it is. Us, follow, follow us on us. all the channels. Yeah, hashtag yeah. games. Like, subscribe and tell your friends. Come over to the Discord and <laughs> chat with us. We're oh, actually, yeah. I don't think that's part of her normal plug, <laughs> that's but it true. should be. It yeah. should be, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have links to all that good stuff yeah. in the show Hot notes. Hashtag games everywhere. Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right, well, that's it for us. Um, if you're listening live, you can stick around. We're going to play some games, have a little competition. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. Next week. Take yeah. care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.